the Small Queendom Podcast, episode 27. Hello, 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 my friend, and happy 2019. Gosh, it feels like it's been a hot minute since we were together last, and I just have to say I thoroughly enjoyed my little bit of slow holidays, and it was so wonderful to just kind of take a little bit of time off and get excited about the new year, and I am so excited about the new year. We have some really fun things coming up this year for you, and I'll tell you a little bit more about that later. Listen, before we get into today's podcast, I want to be sure that I start off right by reading a review of the week. Thank you to everyone who has left the Small Queen of Podcast a review, and I just want to go ahead and put a plug out there. If you enjoy my podcast or if any other podcast that you listen to, leaving a review over on iTunes is incredibly uh, wonderful and a great way to let that person know or that team know that you love what they're doing and you appreciate it. It literally takes 15 seconds and means so much. So I challenge you to think of your top three favorite shows and go review them before the end of this day. Today's review is by Amanda Trent. You might remember Amanda from way back on episode four where we talked about creating a soft place to land. And Amanda says, I appreciate Small Queendom's authenticity and honesty in her podcast episodes. Love, love, love the extra nuggets and tips she includes each week. Thanks, Leah. Thank you, Amanda. Thank you so much. All right, now, I'm sure that you all expected that I would do some kind of new year, new you type of episode for my first one in 2019. And while something like that is probably coming up, I wanted to take a little bit of a different turn. Today's episode is about essential oils. I'm just going to go ahead and give a spoiler alert that if I had to pick an area that would be considered maybe a semi-expertise, it would definitely be essential oils. I have used essential oils extensively in, on, and around my body and throughout my home for over six years. I have been able to use essential oils as a way to encourage myself to tap into my own intuition in my body, to be able to read the signs that my body gives because, listen, our bodies are giving us clues all the time. And I've been able to peel back the layers like an onion and really learn what true health looks like for me. I'm also really grateful that I've been able to learn the effective, safe, and appropriate use of essential oils and be able to use them on my children. I have a daughter who is almost six and a son who is two, and they have never required a sick visit to the doctor because I've always been able to care for their needs adequately at home using clean food, uh, nutritional supplements, and our essential oils. We've been able to create a lifestyle of wellness, and I'm just so incredibly grateful for that. So I'm excited to be able to share with you about essential oils. 
Now, I do have to give a little bit of disclaimer. I'm not intending to diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure anything. And I also want to mention that people like me who use essential oils are not anti-doctor or anti-science. Actually, it's quite the opposite. A lot of us are kind of uh, geeks and nerds about science and research and all the data. Um, and actually, the body of knowledge about essential oils is way more than 20,000 uh, published studies, and it's growing right now. There's umpteen amounts of things being studied right now, and of course, that takes years for things to be published. And so in the coming years, look to a huge amount of new and exciting research as the medical world is partnering with companies like doTERRA um, as, as they are increasingly looking to nature for clues on uh, achieving new levels of wellness. So my goal for this episode is that you are excited about cultivating your own sense of intuition about your body and that you realize that everything is connected, that your physical health, your emotional well-being, your spiritual well-being are all connected. And a lot of times when we work on one area, it naturally bleeds into the other areas. And so let's talk about essential oils because they're incredible and they're capable of dozens and dozens and dozens of uses rather than being confined to just one thing. And that's because they create a change at the cellular level in our bodies. And they are amazing at so many things. One thing I love about essential oils the most for my own body is how they are such a help during times of stress. Now, stress comes not only from difficult or new or pressurized circumstances, but also from the body being challenged to cope with things such as abnormal physical exertion, a lack of proper nutrients in the diet, uh, disease-causing microorganisms, even toxic chemicals that make their way into the body. And so while our bodies are amazing miracles of systems, uh, within a healthy body, they can typically deal with shorter-term challenges. Um, however, when there is a system of constant stress on these systems, they can become overly fatigued, and it limits their abilities to really respond to future challenges and to work at optimal results. So what we need then in times of chronic stress or even acute situations is we need something to come alongside our body and to speak the same language for our body so it can aid in what it's already doing. Enter essential oils. That's why I love oils because our body is already doing things like duplication and growth, regeneration, apoptosis, which is cell death, making bad cells go away, detoxification, and so on and so forth. And essential oils seek to bring balance into the body. Now, a little bit more about essential oils. They're literally the aromatic parts of the plant, and they can be found all throughout nature. So think seeds and barks and roots and, 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 and leaves and petals. They're all around there. Last night, Norda and I went to the grocery store, and I was rounding the produce aisle, and about 10 or 15 feet from me was this mound of citruses. And immediately I recognized a citrus that was foreign to me and I could smell it from that far away. And I go over there and it was the smell of a pomelo, come to find out, which looks like a really big, soft, yellow grapefruit. 
and the aroma was unbelievable. So I bought that pomelo because it was so refreshing. I cut it open and it was not the fruit I was smelling. I was actually smelling the rind. And more specifically, I was smelling the essential oil because that's where the oil is on citrus fruits. When you peel back a citrus and you see that little spray, you are literally seeing with your eyes the essential oil. Now, essential oils are cold pressed, extracted with citruses, but with other types of plants like maybe peppermint or basil or rosemary or lavender, they, they are steam distilled, which means that a lot of plant material is harvested and brought together and then it goes through steam distillation and then the water uh, from the steam is separated from the essential oil. And that is how the essential oil is gathered. So it's really, really special. Now, when you smell an essential oil, it is going to smell very, very strong. So essential oil of lavender is going to be much stronger than a dried lavender. And that is because if you take something like peppermint, one drop of peppermint Essential oil is the equivalent to about 28 cups of peppermint tea. I kid you not. Because of that kind of strength, you only need to use one to two drops of essential oil to receive that beautiful, beautiful benefit. And you're going to instantly smell this amazing smell. So when we talk about stress in the body, we talk about smelling essential oils. When you smell something, it, 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 it immediately goes to your brain. In your brain immediately fires symbols. Maybe it triggers a memory. Maybe it doesn't smell good and you go, ooh. Think about if you walk into uh, a smoky room and you go, smells like smoke, fire, run. That's because the olfactory system is super connected to the limbic system. And that has to do with that fight or flight. And so when we use essential oils, they have a very profound physiological and psychological effect, which means that they're incredible for supporting mental and emotional calmness and clarity. So for me, if I'm having a down day, especially in the winter or, you know, dealing with some emotional things, I can smell those beautiful citrus oils. And literally it's going through my olfactory system up to my, my glands and waking up my body. And when it comes to stress, if you think about essential oils, they are actually moving throughout your brain. I'll tell you more about that in a little bit. And they will have a hormonal impact on the body. Sometimes if we are under stress, our body is pumping cortisol. Our adrenals are just stress, 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 stress. So cortisol is absolutely pumping. And something like smelling oils that have components called linalool can be calming and relaxing. So oils like lavender or bergamot or jasmine or rose, just by smelling them and they have beautiful sedative properties, um, that can help uh calm that stress response that our body is feeling. Essential oils are incredible for those everyday needs and concerns that come up. So whether it's, uh, you know, seeking a restful night of sleep, or whether it's a uh, stuffiness or congestion or head tension or uh, moodiness or, you know, ladies, uh, you know, breakouts from that time of the month, whatever it might be, there is a simple solution to be able to use for all of those things. But let me tell you another reason why I love essential oils. Remember how I said that physical, that emotional, spiritual, all of that is so interconnected? Well, because essential oils create a change at that cellular level of the body, 
you find or I have found that when I'm using essential oils, sometimes I have an emotional response. Like maybe I'll use an essential oil and it takes me back to a memory. Or maybe I'll use an essential oil and it creates a little bit of some emotional tension. And I'm like, where does that come from? How does a smell create emotional tension? Well, here's why. I think it's no secret that, you know, a lot of us are not raised with having the emotional tools to process feelings and things as they come. And so a lot of times as children, we're stifled emotionally. We're not able to feel all the feelings and then be able to move on. Because of that, many of us stuff feelings inside of us and literally that energy has not been worked through. And the body hides those feelings so it doesn't feel that hurt. So it doesn't have uh, experience that pain or that discomfort that that memory or that trauma or that sadness or that tragedy can, can bring even from a memory. And so what the body does is it hides it into the organ systems. Now remember, we are a cellular being. Those cells remember that sadness, that grief, that trauma, that frustration, that anger, that injustice. The cells remember. And when you use essential oils, it's creating that change. Those, they're those master cleansers of the cell. It's creating that change on the cellular level. And because of that, they're also very cleansing. So they're moving moving those things that those cells in and out. Okay. And so a lot of times what I've experienced, what other people experience is that as they are helping support their body, they're having waves of emotions or an ebb and ebb and flow, a tide of feelings that they're then able to work through process and heal from. Did you know that different emotions hang out in different areas of the body? For instance, the digestive system is where the emotions are when you are a little bit in denial or can't quite digest or work through the experiences that you've had in your life. Your liver is where bitterness, anger, and resentment and frustration hold. Your lungs can sometimes pent up and dam in sadness and grief. So I want to present to you that maybe if something is going on in your body over and over and over, and you can't quite get to the physical root of things, that there might be a clue in your emotional past for some of the physical symptoms that you're experiencing. And that's one way where essential oils work on the physical and the emotional. We all know that when we can clear out some of that emotional fog, that our spirit is more open as well. So again, that physical, that emotional, and that spiritual is all coming together. I specifically love that I have the tools such as essential oils because of their varied amount of physical and emotional uses, like for mending a broken heart, for helping with confidence, or helping with sadness or rejection, all those feelings that we feel. I love that I had these tools for my children. Now, I'm not claiming that I'm some super parent, but I really have been diligent lately to think what kind of feelings and emotions my children might be experiencing. So instead of just always thinking of the owies or the earaches, I'm also able to think of what's going on in their heart, what's going on in their mind, be able to support and lead them in really living a whole and emotionally well life, which I feel like will open up so many doors in their future.
And I have a little surprise. I have the most amazing freebie that I've created for you. It is a essential oil cheat sheet that is super printer friendly for you to print out and hang up on your fridge. It's got some of my best tips, tips for safety, dilution. It's got some recipes on there. It's got some hacks. I think you're going to love it. I kind of love it. And I've already printed it out. It looks great. So get that in the show notes. Now let's talk a little bit of chemistry. So while essential oils are the aromatic compounds of the plant, the benefits depend on the oil's diversity of the chemical constituents and the amounts of those chemical constituents in proportion to one another. So you're like, what the heck does that even mean? Basically, essential oils, because they're part of nature, they literally have dozens and dozens of chemical components that make up what maybe, you know, rose essential oil or frankincense essential oil would be. Whereas that, you know, it's basically why we can't really compare them to medicine because when you grab something off the, you know, pharmaceutical or the, you know, the pharmacy or the Walgreens or what have you, you grab something off the shelf, it has usually like one active ingredient. And essential oils are very different. They have dozens of quote unquote active ingredients. Um, For instance, if you take something like wintergreen, which has a nickname of nature's aspirin, and you compare it to aspirin, it would actually take about 160 drops or 10 ml of wintergreen to equal the same amount of active ingredient in an aspirin. That's because wintergreen's main component is methyl salicylate, which creates that analgesic effect. But because it's also made up of so many other things, it takes so much of that plant or that, you know, essential oil to, you know, equate what would be, you know, something you would be familiar with over the counter. And so that's why it's not really fair to compare them to something like medicine. It's not that way. They're their own thing. Not to mention, because wintergreen has a lot of other uses, besides creating that soothing or analgesic effect, it's also going to be doing a lot of things on that cellular level. Now, let me break it down. Basically, if you can learn how to use essential oils in three main ways, you can have incredible success and really take your daily quality of life and sense of wellness to a new level. Now, I'm just going to go ahead and take off any anxiety that you might have of like, oh my gosh, how could I ever learn this? There are incredible resources. I'll go ahead and tell you my personal favorite book resource is the Modern Essentials book. I would recommend the ninth edition or whatever would be most recent at the time you're hearing this. I refer to it as just my absolute go-to. I've literally used this book for over six years whenever there's been any kind of need arise, uh, let's say seasonal needs or emotional needs or something wrong with the stomach or an achy ear or something going on in the respiratory system or, you know, so on and so forth, a skin irritation, whatever it might be. I go to this book over and over and it tells what oils to use and which way. So now I'm going to break down the three ways that you use essential oils. The first and probably the most simple one is through diffusion. I'm sure if you've been on social media at all, you've seen pictures uh, that people are posting of their diffusers. Diffusers are awesome because when you add maybe four to six drops to a standard diffuser, 
You can create this beautiful environment in your home. Essential oils are known to be antiseptic. And what that means is that they are able to clean the air, which is great because a lot of our um, inner environments in our office, in our home or what have you, is actually shown to have a poorer air quality than, you know, like a, like a city situation. And so I think that's just because a lot of homes and offices and buildings are really closed up. So essential oils are a great way to help clean and purify the air, which creates just a fresh environment. I, I love that uh, Netflix has recently brought out um, the life-changing magic of tidying up in a Netflix uh, episode. You know, there's like a whole there's a whole series around this now with Marie Kondo doing the KonMari method, and she talks about tidying up and just having things be fresh and spark joy. Well, listen, the diffuser is part of my home being tidied up, sparking joy, and being fresh. What is also really cool is that they are an incredible alternative to using candles and synthetic fragrances. Now, synthetic fragrances and candles like Glade plugins or spray fresheners and things like that uh, they are basically just a chemical soup and they are literally faking your brain into thinking that you're smelling fresh mountain air or vanilla sugar spice. Uh, what happens is these chemicals are tricking your brain into, into experiencing things. So unfortunately, a lot of us think that clean clothes equals XYZ chemical smell. And the issue is that these chemicals a lot of times uh, contain a lot of harmful things that uh, it disrupt our hormones, which nobody's got time for messed up hormones, can cause behavioral issues with children. And Lord above, I know I don't need my children, um, <laughs> you know, getting wild or crazy or having any more behavioral issues than what is common and normal for their age. And then also there are even uh, some synthetic fragrances that are carcinogenic, which means they are cancer causing. So no bueno, especially with people that have sensitivities to chemicals and asthma and respiratory issues, synthetics are no good. So simply diffuse your essential oils. Let me go ahead and tell you some of my favorite recipes to put in my diffuser. Okay, I love cedarwood, clary sage, and breathe. That's amazing. I love patchouli and bergamot, either either in the diffuser or in a rollerball. I also am crazy about this one recipe called California Coast. It is frankincense, cedarwood, wild orange, and rosemary. Be a little light on the rosemary, so definitely only one drop there, maybe one to two drops of the other oil. Amazing. Smells so good. Also love ylang ylang and wild orange. And then if you want something really fun, I call this one root beer float. It is wintergreen with citrus bliss. Super, super fun. I love to use the diffuser at nighttime for a restful sleep. I'll put a floral with a tree. So maybe it's something like Siberian fir with lavender or ylang ylang with cedar wood or clary sage with cedar wood and breathe. It's just, it's awesome. I'll use uh, spices and herbs in my diffuser for, you know, our immune system. So think like On Guard, which is our protective blend. And a blend is when you use lots of essential oils together for a common goal. So On Guard, or I might use like rosemary and lemon and peppermint and ginger or something like that in the diffuser for our immune system support. The second way that we can use essential oils is topically. Now, topically is basically using oils 
on the area of concern. So if you have a headache or having some head tension, I love to use either lavender or peppermint or frankincense on the site of my temples or wherever that tension is. If I have a stomach ache, I can put essential oil like ginger or fennel or a blend that we have called Digest Zen that is good for all different kinds of of uh, digestive needs, going to the bathroom too much, not going enough, indigestion, car sickness, you know, throwing up all the work, all the things. I can use that directly on site. If my knees are hurting or I have shin splints, there you go. Um, I love to rub oils on my legs when I'm going on a on an airplane, just, you know, from that lack of circulation, sitting still all the time, I'll rub essential oils like on my legs to help increase circulation, so on and so forth. Now, one thing about topical usage that is important is that, again, you're only using one, about one to two drops uh, of essential oil tops because you don't need more, but also you want to be sure to dilute. Now, people like to make a big deal out of diluting, and really, I'm just saying it doesn't have to be that complicated. So I teach all of my community that you get an empty 10 ml roller. You add your choice if it's for you, an adult. I like to do a total between 10 to 15 drops in the in the roller ball, and then add the rest with a, with a carrier oil like fractionated coconut oil, which will bind to the essential oil, help um, discourage any kind of sensitivity, but also help it to absorb well. And it's a great way to get a spread. Like if I'm wanting to use oils like uh, like rose or jasmine or neroli on my face, I can get a good spread without having to use more essential oils. Another way that I use oils topically is up and down the spine. That's incredible for overall body health and incredible for um, elevated temperature if your immune system is uh, having a hard time and on the bottoms of the feet. I always like to say if you find the oil in your spice or herbs or you cook with it, chances are you want to make sure that you dilute a decent amount. And so if I don't have a rollerball handy, I'll either put the oil on my feet or I'll have a puddle of coconut oil in my hand with one drop of essential oil. And that is usually appropriate diluting for me. Okay, then the third way that I use essential oils is internally. Now I'm going to put a huge disclaimer on this. Using essential oils internally is can be very controversial, but for me, I've done this for six years. Again, I have not had any adverse responses or reactions to essential oils because I've just used a lot of common sense. Now, I will put a huge caveat that I feel comfortable using essential oils internally because I use doTERRA essential oils, and I will get into more about why I chose doTERRA, but the level of purity and the level of testing that goes involved, I know that the only thing that is in my bottle is essential oil. I'm only using a drop or two at a time. But also, I want to mention that I particularly purchased from doTERRA because of the level of science expertise that the team has that uh, are behind the sourcing and the offering of essential oil. They are up to their eyeballs in all the research, so they understand what these components are good for and what they're not for. So doTERRA does not offer an essential oil that has something like Thujones in it, a, con a chemical constituent that has been found to be 
uh, toxic to the body. So none of our essential oils have thujones in them. Um, also, when they're looking at things, they make sure that things are at the right level. So if an oil can be used internally, um, I know that they have done their due diligence because they're not just offering oils pell-mell. Sometimes it takes years to be able to source an oil and get it to the levels that it needs to be. Now, why is that so special? It's because the chemistry depends on where the plant has been grown, how it has been harvested, what what happened when the plant was harvested, did it have the amount time to rest or dry like vetiver might, or was it immediately distilled like, like a Melissa essential oil requires? So doTERRA does all of that really, really difficult work. I'll talk a little bit more about the harvesting later. But that's a huge reason why I feel comfortable using essential oils internally. Also want to say that for me, I grew up in a very conventional, um, you know, if you got sick, you went to the doctor kind of situation. I have been on antibiotics, you know, uh, way too much of my life, taking all kinds of over-the-counter medicine. So for me, if I'm having an acute situation... For me, I don't want the alternative, so I would rather be able to use something from nature to support my body. So that is why I use oils internally for myself. And so a little bit about internal usage. It's so great to use oils like citrus oils because citrus oils, one, they taste good. We're used to consuming citrus, so that's not a big, uh, you know, big step. You know, think about chefs that use uh, the citrus zest in their in their recipes. So that citrus zest is essentially they're just getting the essential oil from the citrus. So I will do a drop or two of citrus in a glass or stainless steel of water. And what citrus does is it is incredible at encouraging the production of glutathione, an important antioxidant that the liver produces for the protection of the body and getting rid of free radicals. So I love to do... uh, I love to do citrus. They're antiseptic, so they're going to be cleansing inside my body. But also, I love citrus because they have something called D-limonene. And D-limonene really fancily selectively inhibits areas of oncogenic susceptibility and has no harmful effects against other critical cell components, which is just fancy for saying it stops tumor cells from creating new tumor cells. So... I love to do my citrus oils every day for um, digestive health and for mood, incredible at boosting mood. And then I also love to do uh, my frankincense under my tongue. Frankincense is very high in something called monoterpenes. Now, monoterpenes are high in all essential oils, but they're particularly high in frankincense. So frankincense is incredible. It's basically the king of oil. I call it my deserted island essential oil. And that's because if I was stranded on a deserted island like Gilligan and I could only have one oil, I would bring frankincense. It's an incredible immune system support for the whole body. It's incredible at balancing the inflammatory response. So if I have aches and pains or something chronic happening, um, I find that it is uh, very mood stabilizing. So for my mood, uh, I love it for any kind of tension or intense headaches or severe headaches that cause, you know, your eyes to hurt and you to lay down or feel woozy. I'll put a drop on the roof of my mouth and hold it there. I find it that it is incredible as well for balancing hormones. 
And I also love it because it does contain sesquiterpenes as well. And sesquiterpenes cross the blood-brain barrier, enter the brain tissue. They bring, they support oxygenation and specifically oxygenation around the pineal and pituitary glands. So that's pretty cool as well. So frankincense goes under my tongue and, and that's good for like all over health. And so basically, when you use essential oils, you can use them in one of those three ways. And I always say, if one didn't, if one way didn't work, well, then try another way. So if it's an oil that you threw in the diffuser, but you're not getting the effect that you want, try it topically with dilution. If it's an oil that can be taken internally and you're using it topically, and it, you're not getting the effect that you want, then try it internally in a veggie capsule, which is like a little pill that you can make on your own. Super cool. So again, I really encourage you grabbing that Modern Essentials book. It's just going to be your how-to. I'm so passionate about the use of essential oils. Now, the internet loves to hate on people that use essential oils. Everyone kind of rolls their eyes, but I promise, like, people that are essential oil users are just excited because they've probably had a really dramatic change in their body. I'll, I would love to tell you about um, this story. These stories never get old for me. I mean, my family's experienced wonderful amounts of health and even just like emotional support. You know, you all have heard my story from way back in episode, I think it was 20 and 21, where I'm talking about the different things that I went through. Essential oils have been a key part in my emotional health and support. I haven't had a lot of intense physical needs aside from some chronic digestive issues that I've gone through and also just supporting um, my liver and some needs that I have due to some genetic mutations that I carry um, called MTHFR and MTRR. Um, but for me, I've had tremendous support using balance and frankincense and elevation and patchouli and rose and bergamot and oils like that for my emotional well-being. Well, about a month and a half ago, I saw a friend at the farmer's market and I went up to the friend because I normally see him at the yoga studio and hadn't seen him in a while. And he expressed that he had broken his foot and that's why he hadn't been at the yoga studio, but that he also was dealing with an infection in his foot, one that was incredibly serious. He had been on multiple um, rounds of antibiotic. It wasn't budging. It was like in his foot. And he is also a, a head cook on a line. And so he's on his feet all the time. And his doctor was saying that, um, I, I saw him on a Saturday. His doctor was saying that the next week, if there wasn't a change in the way his body was responding to the methods they were using, that they were looking at surgery to clean out these, the infection in his foot. And I thought, oh my goodness, and, you know, I was thinking, oh, don't ask, Leah, don't ask, don't ask. I asked. I said, do you have any essential oils at home? Because I wanted to know what he had in his natural toolkit at home that he could call upon. He said he really didn't have anything, but he was doing Epsom salt soaks. So I said, okay. So come over to my house. Let me give you some things. So the next day he came to my house. I made him up a blend of Melaleuca on guard, purify, geranium, frankincense, and oregano in a small bottle, like 5 ml. So we're talking like maybe $15. No, probably more like $10 worth of essential oil tops. I mean, it was probably about 100 drops worth of essential oil in there. And then um, I also gave him some capsules that we have of our on guard blend that also have Melissa, black pepper, and oregano. And I said, okay, add this oil 
to your Epsom salt soaks that you're doing. And then once it, once you get done, dry your feet off and then apply the oil directly to the spot. And I said, also take these capsules, one capsule, three times a day. So he did that. And he was getting to the point where it was difficult for him to walk. He was limping. It was very, very uncomfortable. And, you know, it was getting serious. So I gave it to him on a Sunday. The next morning, he messaged me and said that the swelling was gone from his foot and that he could walk around without limping. And I was like, oh my gosh, so great. Keep it up. So he's keeping it up. He said that there had been red streaks radiating from the area and um, they were gone. He went to the doctor on Tuesday. On Wednesday, I texted to check on him and he said that the it was healing super fast at that point. The doctor said surgery wasn't necessary. The swelling was gone and he was walking without limping. He was continuing to do the protocol and he was just incredibly grateful. No surgery needed, no loss of work, nothing. I was just so encouraged that I was able to help him in that moment. And you know what I did? I just looked in my book. I looked it up and then I just, you know, helped him. And I love this story because it's a perfect example of just being able to call upon different things. Now, he was under the care of a physician. He was in, you know, communication with his physician. I loved that. The doctor said to keep it up. And I thought it was just, it was just so awesome. And it just makes me so excited that something that was so simple Less than two full days of protocol, a steady protocol, coupled with what else his doctor had him doing, kept him from having, you know, some serious procedure. So I thought that was really cool. Anyway, I'm sure that you can see that I get really excited about essential oils. And, you know, you all know this about me. If you follow me on social media over at Small Queen on Instagram, or you've heard this before, like, I make no secret that you know, doTERRA is my number one choice for essential oils, not only because it is part of my business, but I would say it's backwards. It's my business because of how much uh, the oils have changed me, um, how much they have really opened me up again to take control and be my own advocate for my own health and wellness, and also to be an agent of hope and change for other people as well. I just love being able to share a book and to share a few essential oils with someone, you know, even if it's just a matter of helping them have a good night of sleep that they've not had in years. It's just so incredibly simple. One reason why I partner with doTERRA is because I am, I, you all know, I love, you know, shopping locally and supporting my local economy, especially the farmers and the growers that are in our area. And I love what doTERRA does with their oils. We source our oils from all around the world. 96% of our oils are exclusive proprietary. So they are not other oils that you can get on the shelf in a drugstore or from another company. These are not the same oils. There literally are teams of dozens of people on the ground, you know, overseeing the sourcing and the growing of these oils. And what I love is many of our oils come from developing nations. And in these developing nations, a lot of times due to extreme circumstances or hardship or tragedy, it is the women that are having to care for their children. Maybe they are widows or single mothers, and they are actually a lot of times our growers and our harvesters of many of our essential oils. So we are an an especially pro-women company, pro-mother company, and some of the stories are just amazing. And so there's so much care and love that goes along every single moment of not only how the earth is taken care of and stewarded, so we are going to have the gift of these plants 
for a long time, but also how the people are taken care of, paid fairly, paid on time, given raises, and um, lifted up to be leaders in their own communities because they are now leading a whole team of growers and harvesters. You know, it's just in this incredible, uh, it's this incredible ripple effect. doTERRA also has a huge heart. Our Healing Hands Foundation is the darling of our company. Basically, on in the areas that we go in that we are sourcing our oils, we look to the community for clues at what they need. If it's something like a health clinic for women or for families, if it's a technical school for for vocational training in Guatemala, if it's boarding school for boys and girls in Somaliland, if it's, uh, I think it's in Kenya, they built a bridge over a river so children could cross a river safely that had like, you know, alligators or crocodiles in the river. Children were not able to get to school directly. They're having to go way around to safely get to school. We built a bridge, super practical stuff like that. Um, earthquake relief and aid in, in Nepal, where we source our spikenard and wintergreen. It is just truly our heartbeat. We're also corporate sponsors for a beautiful organization called Days for Girls. And Days for Girls provides um, education and reusable feminine hygiene kits for girls in in developing countries that do not have access to monthly hygiene products and education about their body so they can be empowered, so they can stay in school, and so they can achieve the dreams and goals that they have for their own life and to stop the cycle of shame and abuse that many girls around the world face just because they have a monthly period. We are also corporate sponsors with Operation Underground Railroad, which partners with governments around the world to create sting operations to stop and end sex trafficking and also rehabilitate uh, the the victims of the sex trafficking. And again, they work with the governments to help them have the sophisticated tools to stop that cycle. So there's just so many reasons why I love doTERRA um, and the heart. Besides the actual quality of the product, I think that the secret ingredient, all of it is a whole lot of love. So whether it is the sweet little Melissa plant or Roman chamomile or yarrow that's being grown or the vetiver that's being harvested in in Haiti, I just love that that cycle is continuing when I get the bottle of oil and I'm using it in a positive way to connect with my family, to give a therapeutic touch to my children, to offer hope and relief to my husband, to have a moment of sanity and clarity and self-care for myself and to be a, a good neighbor and to help someone with their needs. So that is why I love essential oils. And I would not be doing my job if I did not encourage you, if you do not yet have doTERRA essential oils in your home, to reach out to that wellness advocate that you're friends with, that you know, like, and trust, and have them help you get started. I love doTERRA because they have created these beautiful little packs of starter oils that work really well together and kind of are like that that at-home toolkit and they're so easy to learn and to get started with and they've been really carefully put together. One of my favorites um, are the Home Essentials. It's called Home Essentials and another one that I started with is Natural Solutions. Those are my two favorites and I'm just going to say if you don't have a wellness advocate that you know, like, and trust, I would be completely honored 
to help you get started in your doTERRA essential oil journey. I have incredible resources um, to help you feel really empowered and confident and comfortable getting into your oils and having success just in your everyday life. So you can reach out to me and email me, leah at smallqueendom.com, or reach out to me on my website, smallqueendom.com, or find me over on Instagram at smallqueendom. And I would love to help you get started. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope that you will tune in next week. We're going to have a great interview with Kelsey Jorison. And don't forget to get that freebie that's in the show notes. You're going to have my essential oil cheat sheet at a glance. Put it up on your fridge. And I hope that it is helpful and that you get some really great ideas. Until next time, stay strong and always be kind. Bye. Bye.